You know those things out there, those inflatable people? Yeah, like wacky, wave wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Yeah, I look like I look like him after clothes when they when they turn them off. Yeah. I'm just laying on the ground limp. Looks like me after I got raped. <laughs> no, dude. No. Don't bring that up on the podcast. <laughs> Comedy's therapy, guys. Comedy's All right, therapy. Everybody, welcome back to Just Joking. I got Jared Ralphie Allen here. Uh, <laughs> This episode of Unloading Me is not brought to you by a famous game like Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. I've never played it, but boy, if they sponsor this show, I might give it a try. Hopefully. It, it, it really depends, Stefano, on what the contract says, like how long I had to play it. I've heard good things. Have you heard good things? Eh, nobody cares about your opinion. Anyway, if you uh, are sick of these fake ads, make sure that you reach out to people like Raid Shadow Legends and uh, tell them to sponsor the show Unloading Meat. And they'll be replaced soon. Anyway, back to the show. All right. Ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages. Is that okay? No, no, no. You have to be above 18 for to watch this fucking show. Yeah. Fucking show. <laughs> Not a fucking show. We can't do that on YouTube. That's some porn up. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I have the one and only Isaiah Blue from the Just Joking Podcast joining me today on Unloading Meat. What's up, Isaiah? What's up, bud? What's up? We started? We're started, man. And All I'm right. glad to know that the audio works this fucking time. Me too, bro. Let me, <laughs> let me get off Tinder and get in the zone real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. I right, listen, brother. I What's said up? this one shit. I said this time. I said it one time, and I'll say it again, okay? Okay. I drove from Tulsa to get here, okay? Yeah. You guys listening to this? Yeah. Luckily, I didn't have to fucking piss, <laughs> okay? Because there was nowhere to piss. Yeah. There's nowhere to stop. So let me let me just get into this. I, I'm looking for a place to get a re- to get a monster because a dude's tired. Yeah. I see this place. It was called. A uh, blue screw mercantile or something like that with a buffalo paint on the side of it. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I know. Like they have to blue have a stem. bathroom. Blue stem. Yeah. Yeah. I walk in there. Dude, they don't even take money. <laughs> Guys, I had to trade them something. <laughs> what did you trade? I traded a half bag of eaten sour gummy worms for not one. Oh, you, yeah, it's a trading post. It is a mercantile. Yeah, it's a legit trading post. Not one. Two. But three fucking cocaine's in a can, so I can actually bring some energy onto this podcast. <laughs> and for that, I'm gonna crush this one and hope I have a heart attack. And none of them are zero sugar, so I'm not gonna drink a fucking one of those. I can't stand the the regular monster, dude. But I, I'm glad that you do. It, it confirms a you lot of my suspicions. Do you see my hand? Yeah, I see it. Yeah. All right, that's what I wanted to say. So I wanted to say moo first off, moo. <laughs> Okay, we've talked about it before. Uh, Jared, I would really appreciate if for the love of comedy, if okay. you would just fucking move, bro. Move how? Oh, I need to move up to Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. I know the, I know your reasons already, but you, yeah. sh- you should really move because I drove through three little towns to get here. Had no idea that the speed limit was going to go from 70 to 35. So instead of slowing down, I just flipped off the towns. Us. As one is to do. Yeah. As one is to do. <laughs> As one is to do, for sure. I walk into a gas station because I actually didn't trade the gummy worms, guys. Oh, I'm joking. I didn't. Yeah. I had to buy the, the monsters. Yeah. Walk into a gas station. 
This lady wouldn't even acknowledge me because I guess I'm wearing a suit. And she wouldn't even acknowledge my existence, bro. So what I did was, I got something for you. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue a little bit. We understand that he needs to move. First off, I'm talking to the Unloading Meats production team. Yeah. If you guys need a new host, <laughs> here's Michael Patton's card. If you need a new host, okay? And I'm saying this because Michael Patton has bought the Blue Couch Studio. He owns it now. Oh, no shit. Yeah, and so I work for him. And um, he wants to expand his territory and his dominance. So if you need a new host. And then this card right here is uh, spray foaming. Saw that at the mercantile place. What got, the fuck? So that's Thank for you, you as well. Yeah. I'm glad. Happy birthday, brother. Shout out to MHM spray foaming. Hopefully they're not pedophiles or anything. You're welcome. Uh, and before we start, I know this is your podcast. Yeah. But I want to go ahead and just promote some stuff. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that you know that it's my podcast. Well, it may not be soon if if Michael Patton has anything to say about it. I don't know if that fat ass on the poster behind your head makes <laughs> any no difference. I'm sorry. I'm coming in hot, dude. I told you I was coming in hot. Okay, guys. Speaking of coming in hot, I might have to take a shit soon. Oh God, oh, dude. That mac and cheese, bro. Oh, that ma- and, and what is that too? The mixture. Oh uh, no, it's hit me more than fucking. Uh, it's the bu- bubble guts, man. Oh, that's 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 nasty, brother. It's from that alcohol last night. I know, it is. It my really second is. monster for real, for real. I know this is safe, guys. If okay, you, I gotta take a shit. You taking a shit? It's fucking hitting me right now. Are you dead serious? Yeah. <laughs> Drink your fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to come today, bro. And I was like, I eat the mac and cheese. And I was like, oh, yeah. I got all right, all right, all right. Take, take, take your shit, break, bro. Recording. We're going to have that in. We're going to have that in the comedy break. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Go. You're throwing an ad in, aren't you? There we go. Please stand by. I love it. I love it. And then it doesn't. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. I'll let it be, then I won't talk. Fuck yeah, I'll be dead by the time you get back. A fucking heart attack. <laughs> I'm over here on the fucking Unloading Meats podcast. He's just unloading a shit right now. Jared, shut up, bro. He just yelled this poor toilet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got bored. I got bored, Jared. Fucking. I came in so hot to the podcast, he literally just left, took a shit. Two hours later. I can't do that again, dude. I try. I brought everything I had. I used to exerted everything I had. I need a whole other monster if I want to do that shit again. That's fine. They can hear me taking a shit. <laughs> no. I'm glad that your mic was live when I was yelling that. <laughs> Shut yeah. the fuck up, Jared. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're discussing human beings. What's up, buddy? Oh, we're back. And we're, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Here you go. And we're back, guys, with Isaiah Blue, and I just—I did not just take a shit. You did not hear that. You did not see that because the magic of editing. Yeah, you don't even need to know that I took a shit. Yeah, good thing this isn't 4D. Yeah, I don't know. We need—I don't know why I need to keep bringing up that I took a shit. It's because I mean I didn't. No, he didn't take a shit. Yeah, I didn't. I totally didn't take a shit while ago. Nope, not at all. So we're just gonna cut away from talking about me taking a shit. So yeah. Isaiah, when was the last time you took a shit? Um, see, usually I feel like you're supposed to take a shit every day. Yeah. Uh, but I take a shit, you know, every couple like business days. Um, business day shits business day shits you know it takes a while like it hit you a minute ago it just hits me randomly and you know and I'm like oh this is it's like when I'm like oh this is that Sunday brunch I had coming up well, mine's because I have no gallbladder oh yeah so mine's an express lane <laughs> yeah just straight I had that mac and cheese run out you text me and then it's like bam it's already done oh it's done yeah, dude yeah dinner's done no gallbladder yeah what is that I had to have surgery and have it removed 
like, like oh. basically like malfunction. Like it's, it basically stopped processing like the stuff that like it's a filter for like to, before your stomach. Uh-huh. So like it was it's like ten years ago. The it basically just stopped. It was like a blockage. So like I would eat food and it would just stop here. And then it like it wouldn't digest or anything, and mm-hmm. I'd just be in horrible fucking pain. Oh god. Yeah, it was like somebody was stabbing me inside my fucking stomach. I feel like this conversation's a viewer blockage. So like I legit have like two scars. So I have like that one and that one. They had to like fucking remove it. Oh dude, damn. Yeah. Damn, yeah. bro. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah, I didn't get those scars in Nom. No, you didn't get them in Nom. No. I w- Even though your sunglasses say otherwise. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Li- I literally remember you jumping out of my sh- my fucking airplane. But whatever, dude. Yeah. I guess it wasn't Nom. Yeah, fucking Charlie. You don't have to talk about that. I know. I know the effects after Nom were pretty bad. Yeah. I know uh, this is unprofessional, but can I get a water? I don't want to drink these monsters, bro. Dude, there's water in the fridge. You want I to will do. die. This episode of Unloading Meat is not brought to you by your favorite mobile banking app, such as Cash App. Man, I love using Cash App, especially when I'm doing things other than buying drugs. Cash App. Yeah, I won the uh, Insult Attack Roast Battle in April, Mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun. I couldn't do it last month because uh, I had a show the same night. And then, yeah, I want to come back, but then, like, we had a lot of... Dude, the fucking comedy... uh, Tulsa Comedy Club last night was fucking popping. Mm-hmm. Like everybody Seriously. except for that one douchebag was fucking just hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, even um, some comics, you know, who have, uh, you know, you know how they, it is. They, yeah. were, they were killing last night. Yeah, people were doing really proud. good. Um, I was proud. Uh, Danny L came down from Kansas, like, and did that. And then we had two ventriloquists. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I don't even, I never even thought about Trash as a ventriloquist, but he is. He has puppets. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, when I'm with my boys, we pull our dicks out and have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I slap my dick against my other guy's dick. Yeah, yeah I do that all shit all the time, it's not brother. Gay. It's not gay at all. I want to get into the fact that um, I'm in this program. I just started it. Um, my, my dad made me do it because, you know, I, I represent him. Mambla? Blue Couch Studio. You say what? Mambla? Mambla, what's that? Look it up. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to look it up. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't want to Google it. I don't want to Google it right now. But I'm in this program that he that he's forced me to be a part of. I think of. it's like North American Man Boy Lovers Association. Oh, that, that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's an actual fucking association in America. You should look it up. It's pretty fucked up. A uh, Man Boy Lovers. Yeah, it's Man Boy Lovers. Man Boy Lovers. It's like Nambla. I think. Well, you think I, you think I look like a man boy, or do I look like a boy man? Something, something, shoot ladder. Well, I don't know what the fucking reference is. Oh, that's okay. Well, I'm in this program, guys. It's um, <laughs> it's called Recovering Racists. Oh my god! And um, yeah. So I do these RR meetings all the time, and my R, you're like a pirate. <laughs> I'm a pirate now, yeah. You're... And so th- no, I'm on step four though, and step four is admission. So I'm, in, I have to admit to a lot of people, and hopefully now because this podcast is aired, I've reached my quota of a hundred people to admit to, so I can move on to step five, which is um. What was step five again? Um, do you know about the program? Have you heard about it? I just heard emissions, and I was just thinking, like, man, I did a lot of emissions in the bathroom a while ago. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. You yeah, you you added some CO two to the air for yeah. sure, buddy. That was um, you're like a diesel truck in there. I know. Yeah, you need that, that's, biofuel. That was corn. not that's, good. That's, that's for a biodiesel. <laughs> yeah, you're not good for the environment or something <laughs> like that. Uh, I think step five was to start like loving um, other ra- races and stuff. So. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for what that. What the fuck are you bringing to my podcast, man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just have to be honest with everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. This one be the silent film. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Don't cut it out. Don't cut it out, bro. I'm trying to let him know. Um, you know, it's it's been a crazy upbringing, and um, stuff just came full circle, you know? So yeah. here we are now. Uh, 
So tell us about yourself. You are Isaiah, you know, Azul. Oh, yeah, dude. I love that. Isaiah Azul for the Latino markets. We're going to say Isaiah Azul. I'm Isaiah Blue. Um, I'm a young man. Uh, you look like weekends at, Weekend at Bernie's right now. <laughs> I look like a deflated balloon, bro. You look like Daniel Radcliffe in that movie where he's the farting corpse. <laughs> you seen that movie? Uh-uh. It's called uh, Swiss Army Man. It's an independent movie. It's like right after after Harry Potter, like Daniel Radcliffe got so much Harry Potter money that he mm-hmm. just did. He had fuck all money. Yeah. And he just did whatever. Like the only movies he did is like movies were like, oh, that's funny. I'll do that kind of project. Yeah, for sure. So he does this movie and it has Paul Dano in it. who's a really good actor. He played uh, Riddler in the last the, the, the Batman. Oh, yeah. Word. Uh, it's him being stranded on the island, kind of like Castaway. Mm hmm. And a dead body washes up shore, and it's Daniel Radcliffe, and he starts talking to it like it's imagining that it's his only friend. Oh my god! And it's it's a farting corpse, and he's like strapping and stuff, and like uh-huh. it's like the it's like a crash test dummy, but it's Daniel Radcliffe throughout this fucking movie. What in the world? It's the craziest fucking movie, but it's funny. That sounds. I mean, it sounds it, pretty it's, great. It's called Swiss Army Man. Uh, wasn't Radcliffe in that new that one movie, uh, The Jungle? I don't remember. Uh, that was a good movie, actually. Oh, uh, I don't remember the jungle. Uh, it's about uh, some people who went to the Amazon. Spoiler alert! Oh, I, I know, no idea. <laughs> Dang it, dude! All I know is I look like. Um, Wait, you're talking about uh, Jungle Cruise? Jungle Cruise with the Rock? No, I'm not talking about Jungle Cruise. I'm talking oh. about. Um, I don't know. What I'm talking about. But you have you ever seen a? Car, have you been to a car dealership before? Maybe. You know those things out there? Those inflatable people. Yeah, like wacky, wacky, waving inflatable, arm inflatable tube. Yeah, I look like I look like him after clothes when they when they turn them off. Yeah. I'm just laying on the ground limp. Look like me after I got raped. <laughs> no, dude. Oh, no. Don't bring that up on the podcast. <laughs> Comedy's therapy, guys. Comedy's All right, therapy. Everybody, welcome back to Just Joking. I got Jared Ralphie Allen here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell, tell me about yourself, Jared. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. I'm 34. Um, single. Bisexual. Uh-huh. Okay. I like long walks after, uh, on the beach after anal. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, yeah. A, that's a, a hard walk to make. Yeah. I look... Dude... What, dude, you look, look like you could take a good dick. Look at me, dude. Do you see me right now? I love how he <laughs> just dodged that statement right away. He doesn't Listen. deny it or imply it. So <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, he he approves. <laughs> I I approve this message. Yeah. We actually have a new thing on my podcast. It has to do with my RR meetings. We have we go to the, on the street and we tell people the jokes I say. I'm not gonna accept you talking about your RR meetings unless you do it with a pirate accent. Arr, I have these meetings, maybe. No, just the R. Just every oh. time it's like, I have these R meetings. Okay, I was going to do the whole podcast. Because even thing. the meeting sounds like matey. <laughs> so it's my R meetings. I got my R meetings. <laughs> I go on the street and I talk to the people who aren't white. No, I tell them my jokes and then they laugh and I get a video of them laughing. And I say, do you approve this message? And they go, I approve this message. So I put that in there so everybody can't cancel me for it. <laughs> Uh, I told you about the uh, crowd I had at the Rose Lounge, right? Oh, uh, please tell me about it, please. So, for those that I'm not going to spoil my bits because I'm pretty happy with my, my, yeah. my sets. Yeah, it should be. Uh, for those that don't know, I have a opener where it mentions the word how it's fucked up that we can somehow on Facebook it's okay to say midget again in 2023. Uh-huh. Like I see that coming around full circle. Yeah, midgets. And I'm referencing that how fucked up that is. And five minutes before I go to do my set, a black little person walks into the fucking club. Oh, here we are. And sits at the fucking bar right across from me. Beautiful. And I'm like, uh, should I do this? Maybe I should edit. And then I was like, nope, fuck that. Do it. If I can't, like, the, I don't remember what famous comedian said it. It was probably Chappelle or something like that, or whoever did yeah. it. Like, yeah. If you're not comfortable saying the word in front of that person, you shouldn't be fucking doing the joke. Good point. And so, with full confidence, I fucking did that joke, and it fucking killed. Oh yeah, it did. 
Um, and again, it doubles down to I truly feel confidence, intent, and tone of voice, and honestly, a smile mm-hmm. go a long way in getting risky material over. Uh-huh. I think those four things are fucking crucial. Um, uh, you bring up that you fucking, I know you're, I'm trying to take you seriously with those fucking sunglasses. Thank you. I'm sorry. You look like a 12 year old <laughs> fucking patrol officer. I'm sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, man. I'm fighting fires, okay? The bear told me to. You look like a Paw Patrol was at the border. <laughs> <laughs> By that, I mean you're short. I look like white and black. I don't know what that meant. Men in black, but the white version. Do the fucking Paul McCartney. Ivory and ivory. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Poaching, poaching. Um, Why are you slouched down like that? Dude, You're like Jack Nicholson dude, at a fucking game. Dude, I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> Hold on. I'll tell you this right now. I'm looking at, no, no, look at my legs, bro. They spread wide, brother. Uh, You're manspreading. <laughs> <laughs> Let me manspread while I manexplain my ar meetings. As you take over my fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm here bringing the energy. I want to uh, do a P- PSA real quick. Don't drink three monsters because when you crash, boy, do you crash. Uh, Guys, he's fucking such a little bitch. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even finished all three of those monsters. He's open two, and they're just sitting there. Oh, yeah, dude. They're warming up. See, got... they can see it on the camera. They know you're a fucking bitch dude, right They're now. done, dude. They're done. Look, they're Are done. they both empty? Oh, yeah. Check it out. Watch. Rattle those things to the camera. Oh, there's a drink in there. That's not a condensation, motherfucker. See, all three. Uh, uh, the other one's not open. <laughs> hey, bro! Stop freaking! You're ruining my bits, brother. <laughs> All right. Hey, play. you're like that guy last night at the fucking uh, fucking comedy club. Your bits actually have to land, dude. Speaking of bits landing, have you seen fucking? Oh damn it! I couldn't. What think. the toilet in there? <laughs> <laughs> Some bits landed there a while ago, allegedly. Again, I didn't take a shit before we were recording. I Boeing. Uh, no, yeah, you do. T- yeah, you definitely took a shit. Why is your fucking <laughs> my chin's going away? Why is your shirt opening? <laughs> All right, brother. You look like a Roscoe at open <laughs> mic last night. Dude. Dude, my joke with his fucking shirt crushed. Did you hear my opening joke? Oh, yeah, the one about... Uh, the V-neck? The V-neck. Yeah. That was fan- oh, it's opening. Oh, you're right, it's opening. <laughs> Fuck. I want to show them that. For, those Ro- for Roscoe fans last night, I said, <laughs> Roscoe's the only person... Like, you know you're fat when the V-neck at the bottom of your shirt's bigger than the one at the top. Roscoe eat, looks like he just eats flour, dude. He, he's too lazy to actually <laughs> cook the pancakes. He just uh, eats the, the fucking batter. I love, um, there was, okay, so you're, this is before your time. Okay. There was a, and I'm probably sure it still exists, there was a website called tshirthell.com. Okay. And it's like the most awful fucking shirt you could ever get. Like the worst designs and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'll sit back up. <laughs> yeah, sit up. <laughs> just for your posture. Get fucking scoliosis on an unknowing me. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I got I got to step up for a second. My pacemaker said I need to take ten steps. Dude, what the fuck? Ebony, you don't even, you have a pacemaker? Yeah. You're shitting me, right? No, I'm not shitting you. I got a pacemaker on. Where's the pacemaker go? Pacemaker go? On your hip. Pacemaker's on your heart. Okay, well, what were you saying? <laughs> What the fuck was that exercise? 
Did you just have a leg cramp? Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I got pretty dang comfortable, and I got a little too comfortable. My blood needed to start flowing did a little you bit. Did you like get an uncomfortable boner? You had to like put it up in your fucking waistband, dude. Yeah, yeah. My shirt started <laughs> popping open because my dick was coming through the jeans. <laughs> Speaking of dicks coming to the jeans, have you seen your set last night? Have you re Oh, it? my set was great last night. <laughs> I liked my set last night. I was pretty happy with it. Uh, I had an entire audience chanting, I don't fuck dogs. <laughs> yeah, you did, brother. <laughs> my goal was basically just to see everybody in the fucking bar outside of that club room would be like, what the fuck is going on in that club room? Yeah. Because <laughs> you had like 30 people just chanting, I don't fuck dogs! <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking genius. It would be better if they could understand mostly what you're saying, you know? Oh, thanks. I'll let dog come. No, I'm talking oh. like, um, they speak Spanish, brother. Oh, god damn it. So, they just heard loud noises and we're like, <laughs> fuck, what's going on in there? Loud noises, loud noises is what I call when I come. <laughs> All right, guys. So welcome back to the Just Joking Podcast. <laughs> I'm here with Jared Raphael and everybody. Make What's some noise. Up? Oh, my God. I always wanted to be on this podcast and this show. He actually, he, he is such a sweet guy. He let me use his studio to record my podcast. No, fuck that. What I'm going to say is <laughs> I am so happy to be on the Just Joking Podcast. Yes. And I would say, Isaiah, you got such a great upgrade to your studio. Yeah. Like, it looked like dog shit compared to this. Yeah, I actually am very happy that um, I was able to take over um, a Kids R Us and <laughs> begin um, a new chapter. Don't start that I'm a Kids R Us with a name like Jared. <laughs> That's why I don't go to fucking Subway. I lost my virginity in a Subway. Really? Nope. No. But longer six inch. <laughs> oh well, buddy, I'll tell you this right now. It wasn't no six inch. My dick's one of those my dick's like one of those fucking kids meal round rolls. <laughs> you tell me your dick looks like one of those those freaking lunchable pizzas. You just oh, yeah. smack the tomato sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Slap. Oh, one time Available I Available on Grinder. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, where Speaking else? of which, I got some DoorDash. I, do- I DoorDashed some dick last night. Did you DoorDash some dick this morning? Grinder is fucking DoorDash of dick. And that really went down? Yeah. That's Dang, a good time. Son, that's what I'm talking about. It was a great time after last night. So you got laid more recent than I have. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was like 5, 5 a.m. this morning by the time they were recording. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I beat you. I, I got laid at 5.30. <laughs> by yourself? Brendan. Fuck. <laughs> My Asian buddy. Oh. I love Asians, dude. Small hands. Yeah. Small hands. Like Trump. Big attitudes. Um, no, DoorDash, you've heard my DoorDash of dick joke, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love DoorDashing dick, or you call it, I'm Uber eating. Uber eating. Yeah. Uber eating some ass, man. Yeah. Well, I, like I mean, that. he did that. Oh, he, oh he's eating yeah. ass? Yeah. All right, guys, so we've talked about, okay, guys, let's recap what we've talked about today. We've talked about uh Why do you shitting. think I had to go shit while ago? We talked about shitting, we talked about uh, eating out ass, we talked about DoorDashing dick, and we talked about fucking dogs. Hey, what I else learned- we talk about? I learned- about eating ass from a very young age when I went to Dewey High School and my mm-hmm. uh, girl's basketball coach was arrested for having her perform oral sodomy on him. Oh. It's a real story. My coach, uh, the co- the girl's basketball league coach had a student perform oral sodomy on him. What's sodomy? Ass. ass. Ooh, so oral, ass. oral sodomy is eating ass. It's like she ate his ass. Okay, so she ate his ass. Yeah. Okay. And how do you think they got in that situation? I don't know. Like I talked about it on this podcast before. Like it's a pretty famous story because like the funniest part about it is like you know small town sports. Yeah, that's what this yeah. Yeah. So, so like when this shit happened and you got arrested, there was like, like a whole picket line outside of the school with the coaches and like the families and stuff like that. Bring back our coach. Like, we don't care what he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just good at basketball. Yeah, he's has he's a winning coach. There's no there's no uh, yeah. Yeah. 
dude. Yeah. Like, so like I broke it down earlier in season one, but like in my four years of high school, we had that happened with a coach in this oral sodomy. The year after that, the band director fondled a student in the Ben Stimmer closet and forced her against the wall. Mm-hmm. And then crazy. we found That's out crazy. that they didn't run a background check on him allegedly, and he did the same thing in Oklahoma City, and then he just skipped town and went to this one. Oh, wow. So like he had a record or something like that about yeah. it. Um, and then we had like my Spanish teacher burned out his own Mexican restaurant to try to get the uh, insurance money and then flipped town. And then senior year, my principal had a home invader <laughs> break into the house, and it was a former student that missed. The, it was drunk and hit the, went into the wrong house, and he shot him with a shotgun and killed him. Oh my gosh! That was in my four years. Holy shit! Yeah, I had an eventful town, dude. That's that's a lot going yeah. on over there. Oh, also senior year, the, like the first day of school, two freshmen got in a fight and stab one stabbed the other with a fucking pencil through the fucking cheek. Through the cheek? Yeah. My God! And I was like, "Welcome back to fucking Dewey." Yeah. <laughs> So now you're here in um, wherever you were at right now, this small town. Everybody worries about fucking urban like uh, cities and stuff like that, and like the, the backgrounds for schools and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. like ghettos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude, Dewey is small town white. We had one black dude. It was like we gotta get Carl. You know, something happened. Yeah, and he was good at all the sports. We had him on every single team. He was great. No, oh, actually, yeah. it was Cameron. Cameron, you were great. Yeah, Cameron yeah. was probably that dog. Cameron was fucking awesome. Cameron had that dog in him. Yeah, but besides. <laughs> Just caught up to what you were fucking saying. God, you racist son of a bitch. Whoa, dude. Oh, nothing about that was racist. Cameron had that dog in him. Cameron had that chihuahua pup right in his, <laughs> right in his chest cavity. I, don't, I love you, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I think I've been podcast. demoted back to step three. Luckily, st- only... Luckily, I'm glad st- this is an episode of your podcast. because this was- <laughs> Yeah, so... Step nine is is uh, where I have to where I have We're to. We're so actually, rambling over. <laughs> yeah, step nine, I have to go to a um, to a uh, Black Lives Matter protest uh, in my RR meetings. Arg! And um, why'd you have that? <laughs> I think it's that's the, like me swallowing cum. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the monster coming back up. So we've learned two things in this podcast. Um, Jared's gay, and that's cool. And I'm racist. And I'm that's gay half cool. the time. Oh yeah, that's cool. You're bi, huh? Yeah, I'm bi. Bye, bye, bye. Probably gay about like seven percent of the time. Uh, yeah, this is the first time I watched fucking Luke King in that Mortal Kombat movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it right there. Nah, no, no. Well, I mean, he did the splits. And it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, who's your who's your first who's the first man that you like um, really was attracted to? That's a good question. Ooh, welcome back to the Just Joking Podcast, everybody. I'm asking a really good question. <laughs> quick. First man I was ever really attracted to. I like how you repeated the question exact, exactly how I said it. That yeah. was awesome. I mean, I, that's why I'm a great interviewer. Um, speaking of eyebrow, I just did. I would have to say, I mean, The Rock's up there when I like in WWF, mm-hmm. like early mm-hmm. rock. Uh, early rock, okay. Early the rock was pretty like just charismatic. Uh, fucking. You know what's crazy? Hmm. So you said The Rock, right? Yeah. It's 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 the difference in like idolizing a man between a gay and straight man. Yeah. Is for what I know is being straight is I'll I'll see a man that um. I either think is like a really good man for what he does, and I'm like, man, I wish like that was my father, you know? Yeah. And you see a man, and you're like, man, I wish he would call me daddy. You know it's what true. I'm saying? It's true. And then suck on your booty. I'm just saying, like, as being a pretty much a year into being, you know, out as bi mm-hmm, and seeing mm-hmm. the other sides, mm-hmm. no woman sucked my dick like a guy has, including this morning. Like, 
okay, ladies can say that they want to suck dick, or, oh, it's fun, and stuff like that. And I even have a bit I'm working on, and I'm not going to fucking work. And it could be a podcast thing. Fuck it. Um, I have this thing where it's like, yeah. I've had I've gotten a lot of blowjobs. I love blowjobs. I've met and okay, mm-hmm. guy to guy. Do you enjoy blowjobs? Yeah, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, my former roommate wasn't a fan. Doesn't like oral. Okay, he only likes fucking. And and I've noticed that some guys. I mean, each person has their own shit. Yeah, their own things. Um, I particularly love blowjobs. I mean, who doesn't? I, that I guy. Know, except for that Fuck guy. Him. How long into the blowjob until he was like, "Hey, man, I don't like this." I don't know. He just like I'm not interested. Like I guess he just wants to be the fucking dom. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's fair. We'll get into that fucking kink anyway. Um, but like any lady is fucking really blowing do- doing a thing. It's like after a while, she's like, my jaw hurts, or let's transition to something else, or like they do it like it's a fucking ice cream. They're like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I yeah, it's that. like it's like it's like cute. No. Yeah. Dudes come in, they're like, I want that. Come, let me swallow your fucking gravy. Yeah, like they are fucking aggressive. Like. I'm going to die if I don't get your cum in my mouth now. Yeah. That's that desperation. Dick that devouring. desperation. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah. So, do you, so, so, you, you're, so you're saying um, so men, the breeze. men suck better than women. Of course. I think I, I'd, I'd have to back that up. I mean, I, I probably, I mean, I'm not going to quote any lesbians, but I'm pretty sure that women would eat pussy better than men. Mm-hmm. Just in general, I mean, yes, I, mean, I, I do mean, too. To each their own. I had a very uh, to eat their own. To eat their own. I had to, a very, oh, we're gonna fucking coin that to eat their own. To eat their own. To eat their own, and you could have like a little picture of a peach or a booty or something like a little meme. Get my peaches down in Georgia. Get my peach down Georgia. That's a song, ain't it? Yeah, well, not like Tom that. Hanks, right? Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. All right. So how did we... you confuse jo- Tom Hanks and Justin Bieber? I'm more confused by that. I'm trying to just talk. As Considering fast as that you look like Forrest Gump. Without the fucking speech impediment. All right. Well, well, life's like a box of chocolates. Is that good? You look like you, instead of you got shot in the ass, you got shot in the face. <laughs> dude, I went up on stage yesterday and someone said I was autistic. Did you hear that? No. I swear to God. That one dude. Oh, yeah. That douchebag. Yeah. Did you like my joke that I posted? On Facebook? Yeah. I didn't see it. I was so fucking mad. I posted on that because like, he called me the F word last night. Yeah. And I didn't even notice. Like I didn't notice that. Everybody else was more offended about it. And I was like, I didn't even hear it. Mm-hmm. I was more pissed off that like he wouldn't shut up. And I was trying to get this roast joke in so fucking hard. Yes. I was sitting front row and I was trying so hard. And he wouldn't shut the fuck up. I was just waiting for him to take a breath. And I was going to be like, how the fuck did you afford bail after January 6th? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for that. Waiting and like, he wouldn't it. let me fucking do it. And I was like, God damn it. And then they cut his mic. Yeah, he was an absolute menace. Yeah. I'm glad Roscoe moved all the comics up, though. We were He was yeah. trying to give everybody an opportunity to lay into him. Yeah. I mean, we tried. Yeah. And then he said the F-bomb, and then apparently they got the mic cut. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> this episode of Unloading Meat is not brought to you by your favorite food delivery service, such as DoorDash or Uber Eats, but it could be. You can obviously tell from this frame. I use those services quite a bit. So help me out and help the channel out. Reach out to those companies and tell them to sponsor this fat ass. Now, back to the show. All right, we'll start. How about this? We'll start with a, a numbers game here. Okay. Is 62 too old? Four. Well, probably eight. Probably whatever. Fucking? Yeah, for fucking. Oh, for fucking? Yeah. Maybe for fucking, but not for swallowing. Okay. About is 19 too young? Yes. For okay. me. For you, maybe not, because you're, you know, 19 and a half. Exactly. So, three... Over yeah, under. three's way too young. Three's three. way too young. No, three over or under children. Because are you under three right now? You have two or one? I'm never under or over children because my name's Jared. <laughs> okay, I got one. How far away do you have to be from um, 
parks, public parks. I can gladly go into a park, okay? Okay. It's playgrounds. I have to stay away from. <laughs> There it uh, is. When it comes to milk, blue, or red cap? Blue. Blue cap? Okay. Yeah, I like 2%. I like uh, just trying to get all of the fat I can get right now. Oh, I get enough protein in my diet. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, looking back, was there a teacher you wanted to fuck now that, of course, you're of age? Teacher I would like to fuck. Mm -hmm. I had some ugly fucking teachers. Yeah, me too, bro. And then all the women teachers were pretty old. Not really. No, I never had a teacher I was want to fuck. Um, I have an yeah. interesting story, kind of similar to that. Because, okay. you know, you heard about the orals out of We had teachers that were fucking students. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> That's the, that's the one thing I would appreciate being picked last for. Uh, I have his fucking uh, uh, signature on a paperwork saying that he, he I have his rights. So, yeah, I can tell his story, AJ. Uh, the guy was on my first episode, one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. He went to high school with me. I've known him since I was, like, 10 or something mm -hmm. like that. You know, uh, so <laughs> at one point he was, I mean, it's rural Oklahoma. <laughs> this was, like, the 1990s. Times were different. Uh, homophobia was more of a thing like, you know, me and him are friends, and I'm bi now. You know, he has no problem with gay people or anything like that. But, like, back in that day, it's like homophobia was more of a thing of, like, it could be, like, constituted or described as, like, you know, hate, but it also could be fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Phobia. It's a phobia. Yeah. He leaned more into the phobia of, like, you never uh, experienced anybody gay, so anybody gay was just like, oh, my God, get away. It scared him. It yeah. scared him kind of thing. Like a spider. So, so anybody flamboyant or anything like that was just like, I'm gonna stay away from that guy. It was like it was like, uh or like that. Yeah. So we have this one really effeminate choir director, and he always stayed away from this dude. Uh -huh. And this, of course, the effeminate guy's name, Mr. Jackson, yes. yes. And uh you remember the old school uh I mean I'm not sure they still have them, the water fountains. You have to bend over and get a drink. You can't get a bottle of water or any of that shit. You gotta fucking go to the water fountains. Yeah. So AJ, this big ass dude, is bent over a fucking water fountain drinking. You know he's fucking bent over, and Mister J is waiting in line to go to the water fountain because for some reason some teachers like to do the water fountain and it really seems creepy. You think the adults would have their own drinks? Yeah. But well, so for some reason when a teacher uses the water fountain, it's even creepier. Yeah. He gets right behind AJ, and I shit you not, just starts going, "We all live in a yellow submarine." Yeah, just starts singing that song behind him, and AJ turns around. And Lexi goes, ah! And it just like took off running. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's a good story. That's a good story. So yeah. that's like, um, like you said, a phobia. That's a fear. Yeah. Like he had legit had a fear of, yeah. A fear of that's what? That's why. Uh, a fear of what? Of, of gay people. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to, I, was trying to I still call it long. I can say it. Yeah, you can say it. Apparently that dude last night said the F word. It was okay for yeah. one second. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. Those people are insane. I know. Uh, what is this? I'll give you some more questions. You want some more questions? Okay, go ahead. I like those. All right, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, if you were a zebra, are you telling everybody that you're white or you're black? Nay. You'd just say nay to everybody? Nay! That's a horse. Um, I don't know. What, what the fuck kind of question is that? Like, If you give me a second, I'll think it's a really good question. What is like zebra, white, or black? Like, Zebras are fucking dirty, and they're mostly brown. All right, well, that was actually the most racist thing said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll get I'll get a hold with my uh, our, our, our parole officer and um, we'll we'll get you in contact with okay. the meetings. Okay, I can handle that. Drink some more Monster, bitch. <laughs> Only because you want me to. I don't, Daddy. Mm, mm. <laughs> I think I also have that phobia you were talking about earlier. <laughs> that scared me. Um, 
<laughs> just joking. I love you, Isaiah. Well, welcome back, everybody, uh, to the Just Joking podcast. Sponsored um, by R. Sometimes R. Sponsored by R. Oh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do some ad reads. Okay. Let's do. Let's do ad reads. Yeah, we can do some ad reads. Oh, uh, do you know what Zins are? No. Okay, they're nicotine pouches. I don't. I don't do any nicotine. It's okay. Just do an ad read for it. I don't promote. It. <laughs> okay, what do you want me to say? It's you, dude. It's you. You've been given the opportunity. What's the greatest thing about Zins? Tell me about Zins. I don't um, know about them. You gotta come up with it, bro. It's improv. Oh, it's improv. It's, oh, it's improv. not actually a legit thing. I don't even know what Zins. I didn't know if it was oh, your okay. company or anything. No, no, I didn't no. know if this was fucking your fake, fake company or not. No, like, I had, no, I had no. I've this no is mo- a legit company. Yeah, I have no okay. affiliation with it. Okay, so that's I wanted some context for it. Fair enough. So that's okay. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so you're, you this ad right here you would see on the front of a YouTube video. Okay. So in the first five seconds, you really want to hook them. Hey guys, let me tell you this about this amazing product called Zen. Zen with this wintergreen flavor is the perfect way to get you the perfect amount of lip cancer in the quickest way possible. Beautiful. You guys are going to love the amount of airspace you have between your teeth mm. and the gentle breathe you have whenever you try to talk or eat or swallow cum. Zen. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Yeah. I'm absolutely buying it. Okay, how about That's this? That's a good catch. Um, thank you. Okay, so. That was a good ad read. That was good. See, we're using. We're gonna get you an ad. Where's my camera? Yeah, uh, right here, right here. Oh my. Okay. Monster Energy, two hundred and thirty calories of pure cocaine. You have a long drive coming up, a long night you're in the middle of, or a morning you just don't want to get out of bed. Drink a Monster Energy, and for the rest of the day, sniffle your nose like you just did four lines off of Fat Man's back. Monster Energy. All right. Uh, that is that can get us sponsored. Good. Maybe. I think it would. Uh, let's do another one. This show is brought to you by the wonderful Lord Zed. Lord Zed, when you need a butt plug, look no further than the squishy brain of Lord Zed. There you go. Okay. All right. Hey, switch me. Let's just do, let's just do rapid fire these bitches. Mothers I'd like to fuck. Milf. You ever had a Capri Sun after a nice, warm, hot sexual experience at a girl's house who was probably twice your age? Me either. But I like to imagine it tastes a little bit like this. Oh, so, so refreshing. You ever had to walk over sleeping children to get to a room where you're about to pound a woman's back in? Capri Sun, brought to you by the Just Joking Podcast. Can't fucking, that's my ad read, bitch. <laughs> Damn it, dude. I tried to slip it in there. I tried to slip it in. Try to slip it in is what we do to the fucking moms. Uh, yeah. uh, consensually. Consensually. All right. Yeah. Let's, I like do, let's just do one more each. Do one more. It's going to be three. Three a pop. Guys, when you really need to get screwed, look no further than the Cobalt series screwdrivers. I believe this is the Phillips. Available at Lowe's exclusively because Lowe's is blue, which means they support going into the correct bathrooms. That was good. I'm buying that, that, that. I'm buying. I'm only buying that that screwdriver because I also support going in the correct bathrooms. On this episode of Unloading Meat, we are brought to you by Billy Jealous. Billy Jealousy. <laughs> Billy Jealousy, which has no affiliation with Billy Dharma. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now, though. If you have a beard or wish to have a beard, it'd be great if you bought Billy Jealousy. Brought to you by Unloading Meat's reason being it doesn't just have to be for your beard. Do you have a dog? 
Do you have a head with hair? Sorry, J.B. Watkins. Do you have an ass with hair? I'll tell you this right now. If you want a nice comb over on your face or, you're not, or, or you want to prepare an area to come on your back, <laughs> you can just scrape this right on through. Okay? That was horrible. That was the worst ad read I've ever done in my entire life. Scrape the comb on your back. <laughs> dude, I don't know. I'm really, I'm picking up on your energy, dude. I'm just taking, I'm just. You're one dick away. I'm one dick away. That's a, that's, that's a good ad. I'm only one. Dick away. Let's change the wind and the sails here and get some fucking shit going. Let me go fart again. <laughs> no, please don't do that. So tell me, Isaiah, how long you been doing comedy, my friend? Um, I've been doing comedy. Actually, do you mind if I try to get the exact number? Because I would yeah. love to know. So what's the May? Okay, I got this. September twenty first. So then, October, November, December. This is how he counts on everything. January, February, Oklahoma schools, kids. March, April, May. Eight months. Eight months in a week. And, um, dude, it's just been fantastic. It's like an addiction now. I have an obsessive personality. Okay. I obsess over things that I enjoy, and I absolutely, like, <laughs> obsess over things I don't enjoy. Uh, so I'm... I, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly right. <laughs> so you, you understand exactly yeah. what I'm saying. So when I get... I get on a hobby or something, I kind of go nuts. Mm-hmm. And I go full tilt. Full tilt, dude. And I, I appreciate that about you because it's so, a big can thing. Can I ask one thing for you? Of course, man. Are you a gamer? Mm-hmm. A little bit. A little okay. Bit. Okay. What, what do you play on PC, PS? Yeah, I play on PC. Okay. This is an obsessive thing with me. Maybe you can under- relate. Say a new game comes out. Are you got the guy that gets the base edition, or do you have to get that deluxe edition with all the DLC? Yeah, you got to get the deluxe. Because then you feel like you're missing out on something. Yep, feel like you're missing out. Exactly, right? The FOMO. And it's like, for me, it's like... Even if it's like, like the new Star Wars came out, and it's like if you get this, you get exclusive lightsaber colors. It's not anything beneficial, no, it's but not. it's more like, well, if I want to play it, I want to play it with the full experience, and that's always what sells me. Is like I feel like I'm gonna have to play it again if I want to get play with that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And right? then it's like if I'm gonna only play it once, I want to play it with the full experience. Yeah, and I don't even spend that. I don't even spend much time on gaming, but I'll get the whole thing, and it wouldn't even matter because I didn't even I didn't even complete the game. Yeah, you know? you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So like, I could understand that. Like, there's times where I have to complete it just to do yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just got Borderlands Three, which I've played before on my. That's Xbox. an old school game. It's a good, still a great game. Yeah, I played on my Xbox and I absolutely loved it. But um, it was like eighty percent off on Steam. It was like eight bucks. So yeah. I got that, and I've been I've been loving that. And I just uh, got a, a relationship. Like a week ago. By the way, can I tell you what happened last week? Yeah. The craziest week ever. So my girlfriend breaks up with me. And then um, as payment for our breakup, her mom bought me like $300 worth of groceries. So I got some breakup groceries. Okay. So then, I guess that's better than breakup sex, Like I guess. But, you know, I guess, dude. I mean, it's keep me fed um, for real, though. And so I got all these groceries now, and that was Monday. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling living life. But I'm really I, – I, I got sick. So I was sick that week. I, was, I called into Amazon – Showed them a doctor's note, and they were cool. And then they fire me Wednesday morning. Fuck Amazon. I know. And they, they, they're they bitches because they use an excuse of like, oh, you've been, you're, you're number 67 on our metrics out of 90 employees. And I'm like, dude, I've been there a month and a half. Like, I don't even know the ropes yet. Yeah. So they fire me. And then that same day, I realize, oh, fuck, I'm not going to have enough money for my bills. Like, there's just no yeah. way. So then I go to the leasing office and um, I get I get situated where me and my best friend are going to move into a two bed in July. Nice. So I was like, okay, I'm back up, I'm back on my feet. I don't, you know, it saves me some money. Yeah. Then that same day I go to the Looney Bin with five new minutes of material, and I get there and without any warning or or, or um, any words beforehand, Allie's like, oh by the way, you're going to host the show tonight. 
which is an absolutely fantastic opportunity. I'm yeah, so blessed. But I was like, whoa. That that turned, yeah. like, having Congrats, fun with the, the bros. Way, Congrats. Thank you, bro. Thank you. That turned, like, uh, having fun, though, into a stressful situation. I heard you did good. I did. I did. I did actually pretty. I did pretty good. It it, it is weird uh, introducing fourteen comedians and then doing your stand up. Yeah. You know, because then it's like an added pressure. Like I'm the guy hosting. I feel like I need to, you know, show a little bit more of a professionalism. Yeah. And uh, I did. I did okay though. It was fun. So that happened Wednesday, dude. And then Thursday, the next day, which I haven't even broke the news. Sadly, this is going to be out after the thing. I I got a deal with Pearl Beach Pub to do an open mic on Tuesdays. Oh, nice. Yeah. So starting June sixth, please. I know you say you don't do you don't do Mondays. And yeah, Tuesdays. but I'll still let you promote it. I mean, yeah, I always yeah. support. So we're gonna start doing a mic on a Tuesday. I don't know if we're gonna do like a weekly thing or two times a month thing, but I'm working. I want to work with. Um, this is gonna be later, so this is a face yeah. I want to work with Kale Coops and Lacey Rains. They're putting together a mic on a Tuesday. Yeah. So I want to make sure that uh, if they're doing two times a month, I'll do the other two days. Yeah. The other two Tuesdays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's uh, people can always come out and not have any interference. Yeah. And on top of that, they gave me the chance to put together a show later. In nice. August. So this is fucking one week, dude. Yeah. One week of my life. And then Friday, I had my first gay sex. What's <laughs> funny, dude? Why are you laughing? Did you really? No. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that I was know. me this morning. Um, <laughs> I know. That was crazy. I, saw, I thought I saw Young Grinder. <laughs> yeah, I just popped Under my head cub. in. See, <laughs> Under Cub. Under Cub. Yeah. Is that a certain, like, uh, is there, like... Oh, tell me about Grinder. Okay, are there different like names for certain people? What people are looking for? Uh huh. What, what can you go through them for me? Well, I mean, there's top and bottom, of course. Then there's side. Do you mm. know what side is? I love side sex. A side is a person that likes doesn't really like to do fucking any kind of butt shit. Oh, it's just more just oral shit, make it you know just kind of everything but like penetration. Part time game. Yeah, part time game. Yeah. Like I don't want to be a top or a bottom. I just want to fucking you know fuck around. Yeah. 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 Like I'm not gonna get like that's a, a new thing, but they made it as a, an actual thing now and then there's also like all the different like there's like there's the twinks the bears the all that different muscle daddies and all that kind okay, of shit. i definitely know what a muslim muscle daddy is but what's a bear bear is like a big dude that's hairy okay cool and technically it, i would be a bear okay and a twink twink is like, like me like you. skinny skinny and usually hairless like hairless. Really, really like clean like a little sea otter yeah well they have hair but you know what i'm saying think, smooth. think uh link and legend of zelda okay he's a good twink Good twink. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to look at. It. Link is a twink. Uh, speaking, uh, especially because there was a show. Uh, I think it's on uh, Paramount now. It's called Drawn Together. Mm-hmm. It used to be on Comedy Central, and it was like, what if the real world starred cartoon characters from like all of the different things, and they're all parody characters. Yeah, and one of them's a, a parody of Link, and he's in the closet. And he's very metrosexual, like very flamboyant and stuff. I have to go save my princess. I have to yeah. go save her. Yeah. And secretly, they're all like, "You need to, you know, deal with your issues, bro." Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've always been. I've actually um, had a fear that like somebody would come to me and be like, "Hey, man, like, like, are you gay, bro?" I had a fear about that growing up. Oh, okay. I thought I'd share that on the podcast since cool. we've gotten this deep in. The hair gives it so away. Yeah, dude, I got that. Uh, I don't want to steal any jokes, but I got that lesbian cut. Yeah, I know. And I, don't, I still, I, I don't get race lines. I get racist lines. My favorite thing that happened this weekend out of everything, like I've done a lot of shows and podcasts this week. Mm-hmm. Not to have ego or about it, but my favorite bit of the whole weekend was looking this morning and seeing that my dad, of all people, he only gets on Facebook like once every three months. Was like he likes a post a picture. I'm like, oh, which picture did he like out of everything I posted in like three months? And it's the fucking Ellen DeGeneres picture. With the 
I was like, yes, he gets. <laughs> so about everything, my dad was like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you definitely, you roasted the, dude, you fucking. That put, picture killed. Yeah, it did. I'm sorry, you are the exact murdered. perfect picture. And I was like, oh my God, I, I, just, I have to. Like, it's. Mm-hmm. That, no, that murder, dude. That was, I had to. That was a fun night. I, I'm glad to get on Facebook and see people were laughing at me. Yeah, that's just you can't. It's like I got more stage time because you fucking are a fantastic roaster. <laughs> yeah, I try to be, man. Like I, I really feel like that's gonna be my fucking thing. It's like mm-hmm. I love uh, my like I watch Kill Tony every week. Me too. Uh, my favorite Tony. segment every time is David Lucas. Oh yeah, dude. I'm a big David Lucas guy. Like I'm like that's kind of where I want to get to. Mm-hmm. That confidence of just like going up there having fun. Smoking my vape before I go up and just fucking with people. Yeah. I want to have that carefree fucking with people fun. And if they take it seriously, you're in the wrong fucking place. Yeah, that's a good point. I love getting to a club a little early or right before we're going to go up or something like that. And I scout the room. Mm-hmm. And if you look at my thing, anytime I'm in a club before I'm going to go up, I am looking around the room. I am taking notes on people's outfits, where they're sitting, their hairstyles. And I am writing fucking roast jokes live. Yeah, it's amazing. And so, the did you hear Sarah's joke about the Mario last night? Sarah was talking about her droopy titties. And I said, Sarah's titties look like the fucking background levels in Super Mario World. <laughs> <laughs> you know those big old fucking green hills? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's good, right? That's, good. Like, that's, that's good. a good one. That's really good. But, you know, like, the, no, I good. feel like when I first discovered Brian, like, when Brian offered me that spot, or... Uh, Trash referred me to, to Brian, and Brian reached out. When I went there that first time, I was like, okay, I think I finally found where I'm like, mm. I can thrive and write, because I'm pretty spontaneous when it comes to that shit. I love to just sit around, smoke, get loose, and just riff and work shit out. I think that's the most time where I my brain's just wired to be great right there, and like, there's no risk of bombing, so you're yeah. not risking of failing, and so yeah. like your brain, just, your creativity just goes wild. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a, like a writer. I, I actually, I, technically, I, I consider myself a writer because I journal and I, I've written a book before yeah. and shit like that. But I'm not a writer when it comes to jokes. I do what you're saying. I riff with my buddies, my comic buddies. Yeah. And then a, something that stuck out or something I feel like landed in a good way. I take that, I jot it in my notes, and then I work on it. And like you're saying with the spontaneity, that's how I fucking write jokes, dude. Yeah. Like I just, I like before I prepare for a show, I'll talk in the mirror and I'll have like what I know I'm gonna say, and then I'll I'll have fun, and I'll start saying other things and other yeah. things, and then what sticks I'll keep, and um again no ego or nothing, but the same thing, dude. Every set I do, I I, I tell a joke I wrote that day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like literally, um, and it's last night's like, material. You heard my thing. Uh, the my chant of I don't fuck dogs. Mm-hmm. That was on the way to the show. Yeah. That yeah. entire thing, and the only reason that came up is I started looking at my notes of putting together a new five, because I don't know if you're like me, but when I do a set, like a big set or something like that, I did 13 or minutes or 13 or 14 minutes, whatever the fuck it was. It was like 13 something awesome, at Rose man. Lounge. Good job. But after I did that, I was like, okay, I don't want to use those jokes. Yeah. I want to do, if we're doing no mic next night, new shit. Yeah, And course. so I start writing all new shit. So last night was all new stuff, mm-hmm. um, except for the I started doing the Sarah McLaughlin thing, because I started looking, I was like, dude, I have like four things about dogs. I was like, I should bring up dog fucking or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah. you know, there were people, I was like, what if somebody got the wrong idea? I was like, well, what if I got them to fucking chant it? Yeah, there you go. And then it's like, I can work this into dude. The pockets of uh, the pockets of inspiration I've learned is right before a show, uh, preparing for a show, as in like when you're actually working with your material out loud. Oh, I don't know. I don't get inspiration. Jerk off. I oh. actually get sad when I jerk off. Oh, really? Yeah. You use tears as lube. 
uh, I did for a while after me and my girl broke up. It was a lot of like looking at pictures of her crying and then just crying into my hand until like I had a little bit of like a puddle. And I, I wrote this joke for trash, but I'm going to use it for you, you fucking My Chemical Bromance. My Chemical Bromance? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm too uh, young, I bro. I, can, I can't be a reference comic because like I don't know any references to anything. I don't watch I any movies. I don't listen to like any unique music. Like so, uh, uh, I can say so. Like, do you remember King of the Hill? Have mm-hmm. you ever watched? So, there's an episode of King of the Hill where basically me and Bobby were the exact same person for one episode, and it's fucking eerie. Um, there's a p- time where you know what academic teams are? Like mm-hmm. those teams, like it's like Jeopardy kind of thing. Yeah, the smart kids go off and do those little quiz games. Yeah, nerds. Yeah, the nerds. I was on that. Yeah. There's an episode where Bobby joins it, and the only reason he's on it is because he only knows pop culture, and all the rest of them are nerdy and nerd shit. Mm. So, like, when it starts getting to, like, references and stuff like that, they have no idea, and he can answer everything because he reads Cosmo and all this shit. Mm -hmm. I go, and, like, I have decent grades, and I had been in, like, academics all growing up. You know, I was, you know, ahead of my class, whatever, like that kind of thing. I was smart for my age. And then I got lazy. And so, like, in high school, they didn't want to put me in it because I didn't have the greatest grades, but I could could be in it. You know what I mean? And then one day they put me in that class to test me out, and they had a question. And they're like, "What is the name of the Japanese mafia?" And I was like, "Yakuza." And they were like, "How the hell do you know that?" Uh-huh. I was like, "Grand Theft Auto 3? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I became like on there, and then also like the following week they put me on the team, and like every other question was a Harry Potter question, and none of the kids had read Harry Potter. This was back when the book, the first or second book, just came out. Mm-hmm. And like, bam, and there's the answer. Bam, the there's the answer. And I was like, "This is fucking crazy." Like, I only know the pop culture shit. And that's kind of where my comedy comes from, like uh, culture. Yeah, no, no, being in the know about those those dude. There was a niches. there was a black dude with dreads at the Rose Lounge, mm-hmm. at the bar, and I looked right over to him and I was like, "Bro, I loved you as a dude that was breakdance fighting Zoolander." <laughs> and him and his black like the, all the black dudes were like, "Oh, like it's just like kind of cool." Like that's so cool. Last week you hosted your open mic the same week for the first time that they did their open mic the first time. Yeah. And it's just cool to see like my fellow friends and comedians on the same area like getting their first spots like this. Yeah. It's so fucking it's so cool. I'm proud fucking of you guys. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, you. you guys are fucking killing it. But like this guy was just in the back. He was just a, a patron. You know what I mean for the show. And I was just like, bro, you look like some guy that could really tell us the interest. Uh, the in what is it? What did I say? I had to put the intricacies of the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> and that dude was like, oh yeah. And his wife was like, yeah, that's him. That's yeah. him. And it works so well. I was like, I can just fucking put that for anybody. Yeah, you can. And it worked well. Yeah. Uh, so, like, there's just times where that kind of happens. And, like, uh, that's why, like, I'm also a guy that, like, I get it. I don't want hecklers. I don't. I think there's a difference between tagging and heckling. You got to be smart with heck, tag. And I don't want everybody tagging all the time and stuff like that. But, like, at an open mic, it is a gym. So you're working shit out and something like that. There's been times where I've ripped and I've had a tag from somebody. And it's been the best thing that I actually included in my set. Mm-hmm. Um, my full my pegging set where I talk about getting pegged, or whatever, and the Star Wars lightsaber thing. I had a random guy in the Looney Bin go, "This is the way," and it fucking killed the room. And now it's part of my fucking set. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't have had that if I hadn't worked it out at an open mic. Um, I love doing that kind of shit. Now, I also think that that comes down to, and this is something maybe a little inside of baseball, but maybe it's me. But when I have that mic, I have the fucking power. Mm-hmm. I don't give up control. Like, I may riff with a customer or a, uh, a fan or something like that or somebody out in the audience. I may look at them or I may ask a question, but I'm never going to give that question as something where it's they could take control of me. Yeah. I'm never going to give them control because then once you have it, you don't get it back. Yeah, factual. So, like, I don't know. I see a lot of people that are, like, either scared to do crowd work or 
they don't want to do it because they risk that part of it. But it's like at no point do I give up my control on anything. Like uh, case in point, there was a bit of a madman <laughs> uh, at the Sesh Lounge mm-hmm. uh, that was having some things and bit of heckling and stuff like that. And people were getting pissed off. He basically wore a cartoon fucking king's crown. <laughs> yeah. A white t-shirt, skinny jeans and boots, has this fucking porn star mustache, and then brought this like walking stick <laughs> that's like this big, and just started whacking it on tables and shit as people were doing their sets. What the fuck? And just interrupting people like, ha, 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 yeah, sir. And just doing shit like that. And it was pissing all the comics off. That sucks. So it happened a lot. But, like, I got up there and everybody was pissed. Like, people were leaving before I went up there. And I was the last comic at, Se- at Sesh. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking roast him. And I went up there. And my first joke is, like, give it up that outfit with that fucking crown. And you heard the joke last night. I fucking, this is what from that came, where it came from. I was like, I, so much effort went into that outfit. Where'd you get it, Uvalde? Yeah, yeah, and he starts going. Oh, I got this shirt of this, and I got my pants of this, and I was like, "And moving on, shut the fuck up." Yeah, and I just started going off, and I just controlled it and shut it off, and everybody started laughing, and it's just like I shut him down. I controlled the fucking yes, thing. Control the room. Yeah, and it's, you just have to. As long as you have that, it's gonna work. Yeah, you have to control the room, man. I've, I've, I've let it's gotten out of hand for me one time. Yeah, seller. I think you've heard about that. Yeah. You gotta keep control of the room, and you gotta, you gotta, you can't just say something to piss to piss somebody off. You know, that's yeah. something you gotta do off stage. I think everybody can control intent and tone as long as they're not drunk. Uh-huh. But the problem is, we do a lot of shows at bars <sighs> where people are. All drunk. our shows are at bars. Yes, every single one of them. Yes, dude. Can we do a segment where I'm laying on the couch and you're my therapist? Sure. Right, do you have a pillow? Uh, if you do, yeah. I'll grab it. Yeah, it's around the corner. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, if you really like this show, unloading meat. You will reach out to your favorite DoorDash or Uber Eats company and tell them to sponsor the show because it's kind of like a Mr. B situation where I spend so much fucking money on food being a fat ass that if they were to sponsor the show, somehow that money would go directly back into the show in a weird way. So, yeah, get us a sponsorship. Now back to the show. All right, guys, and we're back with my next patient. Isaiah Blue is on the couch. Hi, Isaiah. What's troubling you on the couch today? Hi, Isaiah. Hey, I'm I'm so happy um, that we got we got linked up in therapy. I've been trying out therapists. Um, a lot of people that um, I just didn't really, you know, we kind of, not that we butted heads, but we didn't, we we weren't for each other. So I asked. I went to this this therapy place and I asked. I was like, "Who is the best gay man therapist that you know?" And they they brought me to you, and I feel like this will be a safe place. Cool. Now bend over. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly why I'm here. <laughs> uh, that's why you're not sitting down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it hurts too much. Yeah, I, I'm, if you didn't see, my butt is actually elevated off the couch because yeah. I'm, I'm oh, in pain. pillow under it. And my la- my last therapist, we were going through my spoiler. I didn't ask him to lift his butt off the thing. He just likes doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we we're going through uh, some things with my mom, but I, I feel like we should talk about my pops today. Okay, let's so talk, we about talk about your um, pops. Corn pops. Corn Pops? Yeah, I love Corn Pops. That was my favorite cereal. I had the off-brand Corn Pops, which were just called... Whiteys? Uh, they're, they're actually called Yellows. That's <laughs> <laughs> somehow more racist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I just relapsed. Um, my RR officer would be very mad at me right now. Fuck. 
Dude, corn pops are yellow, bro. They're called the Yellers. They're fucking delicious. They are. They really are really good. That's why I feel like I don't know about you, but like you're not there at age yet. But as you get older, you get more and more like lactose intolerant and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking can barely stand a bowl of cereal, and like I love fruity pebbles and Kodaku pebbles because oh, then the milk turns into it and it's oh, fucking dude. delicious. So good. But then like drinking the milk afterwards, so the best part, and then I get so sick afterwards. I have to take lactate. What? What? What is that from? Is it like we get we like just because we have milk when we're younger, we have like a tolerance, and then it start, slowly goes away. Pretty much. Um. I mean, our stuff contains it. It literally we don't have the acid enough or whatever to break down lactate. Okay. Or the lactic acid or whatever it's in the milk and stuff well, like that. Interestingly enough, Roscoe is able to because he has three stomachs. God damn it! That was good. That was good. <laughs> That's fucking cow. All right, Roscoe. I, I, love you, I feel like I'm at a viewing for a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be a dead man. You just, you just, you just show your condolences. Uh, now the number one podcast in Tulsa. <laughs> I knew that would get you. I knew that would get you, bitch. Motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to Just Joking, starring Jared Ralphie Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Rise from the dead. <laughs> Don't fuck him. You'll get BD. Um, if erectile just ask his last girlfriend. If, um, if erectile dysfunction was a... Um, it's a VD, cont- not ED. I know, but if it was contagious, I'd be giving it away. Did you know... Isn't it kind of funny that VD is the same uh, abbreviation as Valentine's Day? <laughs> what is that? Vaginal dysfunction? No, venereal disease. Oh, venereal disease. That's the overall umbrella term for any kind of disease you get from sex. Oh, then yeah. That's what VD sure. means. Yeah, for sure. So man. when you said I got VD, it means it can mean anything. It can be syphilis, crabs, it can mean herpes, anything. Oh. So like if some chick's like, oh yeah, it's got a little bit of VD. Ask for more specifications. Mm-hmm. Can you get more specific? It's Jeopardy. Like are, like are we talking? You get like those like canker sores, or do you got like red patches? Like what's going on? Exactly. Also, I, I need to ask you, how are you dealing with AIDS? Like is that is that a thing that's just like like you just live with it now? Um, there's a thing called. I, you can just get HIV prep pills. It's like oh, one no one shit. a day pills or once a month pills or whatever. Yeah. I, I haven't done them yet, but I mean, mostly just safe sex kind of shit. Yeah, safe sex for sure. Um, have you had an STD before though? No, I'm fucking around. With honestly, that. no. Yeah, when you're sleeping with your family, you already have the same things they have. <laughs> so, you know, you're not really spreading much except for the tism. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm so like. That's why I talk about like I'm so grateful that abortions were as legal as long as they were because like, can you imagine how many extra inbred kids will be out there? We'd have to treat fucking we treat the uh we treat the special limbs like we treat the SPCA. <laughs> Dude, you know you know, what, you know what happens with the overflow, right? Wait, what what happens? Late term abortions. Oh no. <laughs> Dude, you know, I've always thought that here's my take on abortion. Okay. Yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, another white male is no, going to give is... his take on abortion. Dude, I don't identify as white. Um my Translucent? <laughs> yes, thank you so much. So, um, my seriously, my take on abortion is this. The kid's born, okay? The kid's alive now. You put the kid on a sidewalk, okay? You know how the sidewalks are, they're like broken up into different squares. Every other square, you add an obstacle of different degrees of difficulty, okay? <laughs> and, the, and the baby, if, can, if the baby can crawl across these obstacles, I'm talking like, Little, the, like little moats, little baby moats. You do know that like a newborn like would not be able to crawl, right? Okay, you tie the newborn to a, a a string that slowly pulls it, slowly where it doesn't hurt the baby. Listen, I'm talking little baby moats with little baby piranhas in it. You know that their heads, their skulls are basically like jello at that point. So like if they fall on their head or anything, it kills them. You put the baby in a bubble, 
and the bubble rolls. So it rolls through this obstacle. Say baby bubble three times. Baby bubble, baby bubble, baby bubble, baby bubble, 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 fuck. Oh, I was really trying to think of something really funny, but it would have been really bad if I said it. I know you've been really trying to think of something funny this whole episode. I'm waiting on <laughs> I know, dude. I'm still waiting for it. All right, so the baby obstacle courses is my and take. And just joking podcast. On abortion. Dude, I've done like five hours of podcasting this weekend. What else can I even talk about? That's the man? way I am, and I'm one of them got burned. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, as, as the 16th guest on Just Joking, what would you like to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only joke I've had today. Is, I know. It's the only joke. It's the only publicity you get for your podcast. I feel like the first four minutes were really good, but then you had to take a shit. Yeah. And then my energy died. The last four minutes. I mean, I figured the last hour and a half of the last podcast was pretty good, too. Yeah. <laughs> Back when you were awake. <laughs> I know, right, dude? Uh, I really, honestly, I truthfully feel this way. No one is watching this part of the podcast. No. And once, pro- once a lot I, of us will be clouded. I- <laughs> once I laid down, they were done. Once you laid down, you, you just kind of got it rambled back. We like we rambled from the beginning. I had to take a shit. Then I came back and we rambled more. And then we got coherent. We talked for about a good 45 minutes. Yeah, we did good. And then you sat that, laid down, and then we started rambling. Yeah, it kind of changed the whole... We were going to do like a therapist bit, but I was wanting to be serious, and I couldn't do it. And then I couldn't do it. It's not a serious podcast. Well, you know what it ain't? What? <laughs> the Just Joking Podcast. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say entertaining. No, yeah, that's that just comes with that just comes with the jab. Oh, I'm gonna sit back up. Go ahead, buddy. You having fun? Yeah, this is actually great. I actually was gonna. It was this. I was gonna do this tonight, or take a muscle relaxer and just lay on my and let, do that. I was yeah. gonna take a muscle relaxer and then just literally become one with my couch. I was gonna go either to the cellar uh-huh. and do my last, do another open mic, or like. So I'm a big wrestling fan. There's a, a company called AEW. Yeah, it's the rival to WWE. It's the newer pro- promotion. Uh, their biggest show of the year is tonight. Their pay per view. Really? Yeah. And so, like, I was gonna watch that live, or watch. I'll watch a recap in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm such a good guy. Not like, I'm swarming with it, but like that's a good way to start a sentence. I'm such a good guy. Yeah, I am. That's why I introduce everybody on Grinder with. I'm such a good guy. I won't rape you unless you ask for it. Um, no, but um, wrestling fans are very creative. They're also very poor because they're usually rednecks. Yeah, Brian Dixon. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that post I did today where I was shocked? I thought he died. Yeah. Twitter like put this thing like uh Cedric Adults is the late Brian Dixon. I was in my Twitter feed. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> and it, he was like, rip pops. I know, dude. It, it, I mean, it didn't really look like him, but you thought maybe they used like an old picture. You well, know? it's just like the headline was right at the top when I'm scrolling just said late Brian Dixon and then my Twitter feed, and uh, I didn't scroll down. Oh, it's not him. Yeah, oh, dude, that would have been fucking great if he died. Yeah. But uh, what I was getting at is like rednecks and wrestling fans that are poor are kind of ingenious when they want to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. So like wrestling's the only like fandom I've seen where like if I want to watch this $70 pay-per-view for free, it's pretty easy to find a stream. There's literally a website called, like, Oh, my God. You go to, and it's every single promotion ever made. The most incognito wrestling. Yeah, because I was going to buy it, because I buy them usually every year. Um, It used to be a problem with WWE, because WWE did a, pro- did a pay-per-view every month. Ooh. And that was 60 bucks. Ooh. So if you wanted to watch it, it was expensive. Yeah. And, and then they launched the network, and now it's just $10 a month, and you can watch whatever the fuck you want. That's smart. AEW only does four pay-per-views a year. They do them quarterly. So, like, they're a big be-all, end-all kind of, like, extravaganza kind of thing. So it's worth the 60 bucks. Yeah, it is. That makes more sense. Yeah. And so, like, and also when you watch it, you're going to watch it for, like, five hours. It's like a five-hour show. Like, right, crap. Right now they're sold out at the Las Vegas, like, T-Mobile Arena. Wow. Um, I'm excited for them, dude. Like, so this is a company that's only four. I'm getting really nerdy right now. But, like, that's the, the whole wall behind you is AEW figures. Um, they're just my, they're just my new favorite company. But uh, they launched four years ago, and they're all independent company wrestlers. And 
Tony Khan, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars with his dad, decided to make his own wrestling league. And he booked like he hired up like all the best independent wrestlers and made his own company. And within four years, they got on TNT and they're getting ready. They announced they they're booking Wembley Stadium. Holy shit! And WWE doesn't even do Wembley Stadium because it's so, it's so big. They do like the O2 Arena or something smaller in London because it's like twenty thousand seats. Yeah. And Wembley, you know how Kane's Ballroom also has like the Kane Sideshow. Uh huh. It's a smaller room. Um. Wembley also has a Wembley outdoor arena, which is a smaller one. And so when they're like, hey, we're going to go to London, everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to do a small arena because they're a small company. No, they booked fucking Wembley Stadium. Holy shit. 80,000 seats. Within 48 hours, they already sold 50,000. Oh, my gosh, dude. They're on the up. So every t- like all their shows are also casino-based. They call them, like, tonight's Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Their first show that they ever did was called All In, and then they had All Out. The reason being is uh, before the company was even founded, I love this. Honestly, I find a lot of inspiration from independent wrestling I do with my stand-up. There was this thing where, this perception where, like, if you didn't work in WWE, you didn't make it. Mm, Facts. And so there was this famous wrestling reporter named Dave Meltzer who put out this tweet because somebody was like, do you think anybody would sell a 10,000-seat arena outside of WWE? And he goes, not in this lifetime. Yeah. And a guy named Cody Rhodes goes, I'll take that bet. And he had just left WWE. It was trying to make a name for himself outside of it. Uh-huh. He got they threw their own self-promoted show called All In, and it's the first self-promoted show outside of WWE in like fifty years, or something like that. And they sold ten thousand tickets in less than four minutes. Holy shit! And then it launched the company. What do you think? What do you think is bringing that draw? They bet on themselves, and then they also do like uh, travel vlogs. They get the fans into it, and like one of my things, and it's also where I take my writing too, is like. You know, when I watch a good movie or a good TV show, I love writing. I love seeing, like, well-written shit. For the point of just simple fact of, like, okay, if this happens and this happens, this should happen, right? Don't treat the audience like an idiot. Like, if you're telling me this is going to happen, this is going to happen, it should have a pretty good resolution. I kind of, I can kind of know where this is going to go, and I'm satisfied by the end. Yeah. WWE lately has just been like, what's the most shocking thing we can do, even if it doesn't make sense? Yeah. And it pisses off the fans left and right, and it's like... Nobody has faith in the product because it's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. We're not really going to get satisfied ending during like that. And AEW is like, what if we booked it like, you know, some of these storylines are two years long and they're satisfying like Game of Thrones story, like interweaving storylines. And they pay off to a satisfying like pay-per-view worthy match that like you pay 60 bucks and you feel like you got your fucking money's worth. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't treat the, co- the audience like an idiot. Yeah. Um, I liked USC when I first started getting into it. But for me, UFC, the biggest draw or flaw with the UFC is it's a hard sell for me to spend 80 bucks on a pay-per-view and the main event fight lose get done in 30 seconds. Yeah. You just have that chance with a real sport of, did I get my money's worth? It's over. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? I like that they're letting the women fight, too. Yeah. And, you know, I, li- I can respect it. But from an mm-hmm. audience standpoint, sometimes it's a gamble of whether it's, it's money well spent. Oh, yeah, for sure. So with with this kind of stuff, it's like... They really make sure you get your money's worth, and I really appreciate it. Plus, like, like I said, I found a lot of respect for like the wrestlers because like they're on the road traveling, re- like honing their craft. They're sometimes going to do shows for a hot dog and a handshake, just like we are. Yeah, and they do these travel vlogs and stuff, and it's kind of cool following these wrestlers from the independent days. Like, there's a wrestler I follow named Fuego del Sol, who's from fucking South uh, East Oklahoma, and he got signed to AEW, and oh, like yeah. he's just a local guy. That's amazing. And he was a jobber. Do you know what a jobber is? Uh-oh. What is a jobber? A jobber is somebody that is not hired by the company. They're only there to lose. So they're like a local guy that somebody bring in. And like, okay, we got the big show coming in, the big guy. 
he's gonna have a squash match, which means like just a, he's gonna one minute just destroy this dude. Well, you don't want him to make somebody lose that you like really want to protect. You know, yes. you don't want to like make him like the Rock lose for no reason. Yeah, not a big asset. So get this complete nobody from a local town. Have him come in and give him a hundred bucks for the night, and just absolutely destroy him in the ring. Cause he's happy he got a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's like an open mic kind of thing. It is, and that's called a jobber. And so Fuego was a jobber for AEW for like a year. And he got a fan base because he started doing on vlogs. It got super popular, and they signed him live in the ring, and he didn't even know about it. Oh, that's so cool. They only re- like WWE makes them wrestle five to six days a month or a week. Oh, my God. They wrestle like 302 days a year. Yeah, that's so hard on the body. Are yeah. You me? AEW flies them in for one Wednesday show a week, and then there's a pay-per-view once a month or once every four months. <coughs> they get to do their own independent bookings. They can do whatever they want as long as they take care of their bodies and stuff, and they're there for the Wednesdays. The fact that they can do that and make enough money to be a good yeah. company – it's crazy. It makes WWE seem like um, they're really just beating the dead horses, trying to get as much money as they can. Well, the thing that pissed me off with WWE was like when they started cracking down on them, like the superstars. If you're signed to there in your name, you can't take that name out somewhere else because like they own the character. Yeah. So like John Cena technically uses his own name, so he can take John Cena else everywhere. But there's been wrestlers that quit WWE and they can't use their name. Uh, Sasha Banks, who's in the fucking Mandalorian right now, she can't say her name Sasha Banks because she left WWE. Wow. So, like, if you watch Disney Plus and watch the Mandalorian credits, it has a says Mercedes Vernado, her real name, because she can't use that name that's trademarked. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And so that's so, what happens with them. And then also it's the thing of, like, the biggest thing with wrestling was when The Rock left, it, I honestly think it fucking pissed off Vince McMahon because The Rock got so big he left and went for Hollywood. And Vince, in my mind, was like, I'm never going to let that happen again. So nobody's ever going to get bigger than the actual company. Wow. So the company's the brand now. Like, yeah. And it's like, there's nobody really big. Besides John Cena. I mean, John Cena stayed there for like 15 years. And he's still an ambassador for him. And he, like, it's not like he really left. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things where, like, I kind of feel like he never wanted anybody to get outside of that. And so much so, like, they're co- technically called in- independent contractors. Mm-hmm. They're signed as independent contractors, which means they don't get health care. They don't get any benefits or anything like that. They have to get their own bookings. They have to do everything like that. And, but... For some reason, in this contract, they're only allowed to work for WWE, and WWE gets to control their entire body and life. Like, they can't even get a haircut unless WWE approves it. They can't get a tattoo unless WWE approves it. That's wild. Like, they sold it. And so what happened during the pandemic is a lot of them turned to Twitch because they couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, well, to make money, I'll start doing Twitch. And WWE was like, eh, we don't want you doing Twitch because we can't monitor that, and we can't make a profit off of that. Yeah. So they, they canceled all their Twitches. God, and it's just like. Dude. It's just like these people are like, we're trapped in our house and you can't even let us talk to our fans. Like, you're just like, they were miserable. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just a really dark company. It's kind of shitty. Yeah. No, I doubt. went on a wrestling tangent. I'm sorry. No, but the, I, I mean, they're trying to stay in power and they want, they yeah. want all the control so they can really yeah. shift the narrative how they want. Whereas AEW has a guy like Darby Allen who's, uh, I don't even know if I have him in there. He's in a couple boxes up there. Um, he's a professional skateboarder. He skateboards with Tony Hawk. Wow. And he's a skateboarder slash like daredevil and also a professional wrestler. And normally, like if you had like the NBA or somebody signed to like the NFL, say like you know Tom Brady was signing a contract, mm-hmm. do you think that team would be happy if on the weekends he was going and skateboarding and breaking his arm? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. It wouldn't happen, right? No, it would not happen. It's the same thing where like when The Rock signed to Hollywood, like when he when he's I don't know if when you do a movie, you get signed, you have to do insurance. They have to take insurance out on every star. And you, whenever you go to do a movie, you have to take a physical. Every director, anybody that's on the cast has to take a physical before you go to the movie because they have to ensure that you're going to survive that movie's fucking time. Yes. And so when that happens, that means The Rock can't go back and wrestle because the insurance company won't cover it. Uh-huh. He's not allowed to. 
They're literally like, we're ensuring your bodies are for safety. You're not allowed to go do this with your body. Yeah. I see Eight. that with uh, professional athletes, like yeah. especially football players, like you were saying. And uh, like there's videos of like Patrick Mahomes playing pickup basketball. Yeah. And um, I see in the comments like, um, oh, he probably won't be doing this long after this and that. Because, I mean, it's make it makes sense, though. That's your star quarterback. Yeah. Imagine losing him because he was doing like a, a hobby. Yeah. That took him down. Like that would be the worst possible thing for your whole franchise. But there's got there's a guy like Darby Allen, like I said, who's like a skateboarder and an AEW wrestler and like a daredevil, and they've let him just be completely him. And he's like, I'll never get signed to WWE. I don't want to be there because like they wouldn't let me be, be me. Yes. He's like, like this dude has given got drug in a body bag behind a car and shit like that. Like he just loves doing random crazy shit, death defying shit. And he's a skateboarder and he's broken his arm, broken his legs, and just stuff like that, and he still wrestles. And there's been times where they've had to get him out of storyline and stuff because he broke his arm or something like that. Wow. But it kind of adds to his overall mystique and character. Yeah, like, this does. dude's a badass. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And like Have you heard Brian Dixon talk about wrestling? Uh uh-uh. uh. I want him on the show. Like every time we try to book something happens. Mm-hmm. It's just I want him on the show. You definitely would love to talk about wrestling with him. I know. I'm sorry I'm talking about, about wrestling, about but you're like falling asleep over there with the monsters where <laughs> I do I do I need so much more monster now. No, I'm pop. Uh, I'm up. Yeah, I'm excited. You have fun? I did. I mean, I really did. I can't wait to watch it back. It's so cool to yeah, on another another podcast I know. like this. This is a great. I want to be on yours. Actually, you yours, up. not just fucking just joking on. Yeah, get, sponsored by Unloading up. Meat. Yeah, you heard that right, guys. Unloading Meat is a now sponsor of Just Joking. Well, guys, that's not true at all. Just Joking <laughs> is actually the uh, parent company of Unloading Meat, which is the also a subdivision of Unloading Meat Productions. <laughs> well, you don't understand. Just Joking is a monopoly that has taken over the globe, but we put we push unloading meat as our brand because it's more of a malleable brand that'll be more for a good business. Just Joking is such a funny name for a podcast, considering I don't laugh once. <laughs> uh, you can find Just Joke. No, for real, guys, this was fun. Unloading Meat yeah. is the place to be. What a beautiful set and accommodations. He, he, Dude, real talk. Isaiah, mm-hmm. I love you, man. You're like, I love you too, bro. I like, since I first met you, I've always clicked with you at the bars, clubs like that. And yeah. I've, I've really gotten to know you more and more and just kind of see, like, I, I always say I go with people, I fuck with people that put in the effort. Mm-hmm. And you're the only other person I see in the comedy game right now that's really putting in the pod, the video podcast effort. Yeah. Um, And just stepping up your production values and really seeing, like, I think me and you click because, like, you see how integral podcasting can be to your stand up. Like, I can't separate them. Yeah. I have to do podcast and stand up together. Yeah, they're like, I love both things. They scratch different itches, but I think they're both intertwined to me. They're symbiotic kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I, I like coming over and and when you send me the pictures of your new set, that's exciting. You're working. Yeah. You're finding something that works, and that's what we do at the Just Joking Podcast, which owns this podcast. We um, <laughs> we uh, we've taught a lot of things to uh, we no we for every episode we find something that didn't work or we find something that worked and we lean yeah. into what worked. We switch. We tweak. We moved our set around. We have the couch against a different wall now. And I mean, you even noticed it some, on ours, like whenever. Like uh, mm-hmm. you came back in for the reshoot, like yeah, you're like, it's hey, been you a few weeks. Yeah, it's been a few weeks, and yeah. it's already switched up, and it looks fucking great in here. I love this camera. I like looking at myself. Oh, this one. Yeah, look at me, dude. Look, it's sexy. I do apologize for my energy though today. It's been a long it's fucking cool. weekend, man. I'll put some music or something behind you. Can I tell you my Shriner story before we leave? Yeah, of course, bro. Um, one time I got super drunk in college because I was trying to impress a girl, and I drank a shitload of alcohol really quick, and I blacked out. So okay. much so that I landed on my arm, and I found a, I fell asleep on my arm, and my arm started twitching. Oh, no. And my buddies were like, oh, that's not good. Let's take him to the ER, because I was, like, unresponsive. So they take me to the ER, and I wake up, and I'm on the fucking, like, ER hospital bed, and I'm looking up at the lights, and Freebird's playing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's an Oklahoma fucking hospital. Oh, yeah. And this doctor's looking over me, like, dread on, and he's just like, did you know you could have died? And I was like, 
okay? And he starts going about alcohol poisoning and stuff like that. And uh, I get out of there, and they gave me this little pamphlet about alcohol poisoning. And what was funny about it, I still remember to this day, it had major and minor side effects. Mm -hmm. And on one side, on minor side effects, underneath it, it said death. Under the minor side Under the minor side effects. Okay. Um, But my trainer story is, uh, as we're leaving, I'm heading out, and I'm fucking shit-faced, right? yes. I have a buddy on each under each arm, and I'm going like this, and they're under each arm. They're kind of carrying me out like this. And as we go, I see this lady, and she's at the check-in station. She's handcuffed to the fucking station, and there's cops around her. Like, she was, you know, arrested, brought in. And she has a fucking massive head wound. She has gauze wrapped around her head like this. And I look at my buddy, and I go, she looks like a fucking Shriner. <laughs> and they go, Jared, shut the fuck up. And as I go by, I go, ba, 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 da, 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 da. And they're like, shut the fuck up. And then the cops are like, what is up with him? They're like, nothing, yeah. officer. They're just carrying you. <laughs> yeah. You're just like lit, lit body. You're like, da, da, ba, da, 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 ba. are you okay, sir? Oh, right. like, yeah, we're good. We're good. Pinochle. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's my Shriner story. That's great. Uh, so, Isaiah, where can everybody find you besides, you know, the Unloading Meat Productions? So when you go to um, when you go to Unloading Meat Production, you'll notice that the bottom of the website it says um, it says a simple word. Okay, guys, I'm not fucking around. It says now come free. <laughs> it says down there now brought to you by just joking because me and Michael Patton team together, and without him knowing, really, I didn't know just joking was a subsidiary of GoDaddy. <laughs> <laughs> GoDaddy is also what I say on Grinder. Well, now you work with GoDaddy as well. If you're okay. That's what made my fucking website, <laughs> I own UnloadingMeat.com. That's amazing. That's a great thing to own. Yeah, I, I don't think the I, there's there's actually. I was embarrassed. Uh, this guy asked to look my look up my podcast at an open mic, and he looked it up, and <laughs> my podcast. He looked up just joking, and like three other just joking podcasts popped up, and I was like, nope, not that one, not that one. Not. Oh, there it is, the one with the goofy artwork. Well, I mean, to be honest, dude, it took me two years to really get my brand and everything set up, and like this podcast studio built, and like when I went through with my logos and stuff through Fiverr and branding, I created yes. a fucking sole proprietorship. Dude, like you got a solid brand. Going I over got there. everything, and I was like, okay, this name is not taken anywhere, so I'm not going to buy the URL. I'm gonna buy get the YouTube, you know, the thing. I have all the Instagrams for all yes. of it. Like, I even went through all the like the gaming stations and you know, like the you know Prime and stuff like that. All of it's unloading meat. Yes, and I have it just for you know safety. And like, I even have it for my other brands like Fat Nerd News. I own those websites. Yes, I, dude, do you realize that you can find a website on GoDaddy and you can just buy the URL for like ten bucks a year? Really? Yeah, just just hold it. You don't have to do anything with it. Well, you keep doing that, and I'm happy that we're gonna buy you and consume you. <laughs> No, okay. You can find me at uh, Isaiah Blue Comedy on YouTube. That's where you'll find shorts of my comedy, long sets, some shows, and also the Just Joking podcast is on Isaiah Blue Comedy. We've yet to move away from it because I like to keep it all together. That's how you said earlier. Stand up and podcasting is one. Yeah, that's how I like to look at it. And uh, you can find me on Instagram Isaiah Blue Two. And I actually would like to run through this one more time, but yeah. it doesn't do really me any good. Come to the Pearl Beach Pub on a Tuesday. Check in with me. We have an open mic there. I really would love for we need some audience members. Like yeah. I'd love for all the comics to come, but we need some audience members, guys. So if you just want to enjoy some comedy, come out. We're gonna have Jared Ralphie Allen roasting yeah. everybody in the audience. So like I know you, you got know, other things going on. Yeah, Mondays and Tuesdays I openly, you know, and I love to be super dad on those days because that's when days I have my girls. Of course. So like I completely make sure those are my days off and like every other weekend I make sure, you know, when I'm dad, I'm dad. Mm-hmm. Uh and then you know, when I need to be, I'm obese. <laughs> turn it off like a switch, right? That's how it works. I don't know if you can turn turn it off like a switch. Oh, well, that's why people think of gayness works. Well, when you're bisexual, yeah, you can definitely turn it off like yeah, a switch. Yeah, 
switch, it's been on this whole podcast though. My switch I'm, is broken. I'm catching some auras from you, bro. I was just gonna say and yeah, you know up? give a little bit of you know levity to this situation. I love your outfit right now between the shirt and the the glass and everything. You look like you're a fucking hitman for picnic tables. <laughs> Stay away, Yogi Bear. <laughs> you can you can find me at any park near you, uh, laying on a table, camouflaged. You can't see me if I am the table. Well, on that note, man, yeah, Isaiah, man. I love you, buddy. Thank you for coming too, on. Bro. This has been fun. We got a pretty long podcast. I'm gonna love going through this. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, dude. Guys, this has been Unloading Meat season two. I love this man, Isaiah Blue, Jared Ralphie Allen. Peace. Peace. Bye, have a great time.